0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're doing part two of weight management. Uh, we're going to talk about some specific things. Uh, we talked last episode uh, just about some given some statistics and, and a couple of specific uh, questions as far as, uh, are you a compulsive eater? Uh, but we're going to go on to other things, and I'm going to give you specific, tangible things that you can do starting right now that are going to help you be able to manage your weight better. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David
1: R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. Just south of Detroit, so you're just like this close to being a Journey song.
0: Yes, south Detroit, which doesn't (laughs) exist. What's going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City hypnotist. (laughs) We're back with another episode of the uh, Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Good point, Jamie. You're right. Uh, whenever, <laughs> you, you are pretty much... Whenever people from not from here, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. you've traveled, oh, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. oh, you're from Detroit. Are you is it South Detroit? And it's like, no, there's no such <laughs> it's thing. It's not a thing. It's called Downriver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, we're not part of Detroit. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not there. That's Canada. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, if you go south of Detroit, that's where you're at. Yeah. So thanks, folks, for checking in for another episode. We're here in the Podcast Your Voice Southfield Studios. With me is Jamie. Jamie is sitting in for Matt today. Thanks for helping me out, Jamie. I appreciate it. Jamie's still enjoying his snow day. I know we mentioned that last (laughs) episode, but uh, hey, fun.
1: Good times. Uh,
0: You're spending Friday night here with me in a... Podcast studio. It is gorgeous snow
1: though. It was like glistening. Yeah, it, it was, was beautiful. Yeah. And then you got out there and it was like awesome packing snow uh-huh. for a snowball, snowball fight or making yes. snowmen's, uh-huh. uh, snow women's, yes. snow people's.
0: Uh, right? Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. don't have the urge. I
1: I wanted to, and then I was like, after shoveling the driveway, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, yeah I, that's exactly what I did. I got done with my driveway and I thought, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done with the snow. I was thinking about it then then i went to a golf lesson and i thought oh i wish it was warm out there you go that's yeah, you know we gotta wait we're supposed we're, we're still to in the midst of it yeah. for those of you not not in detroit or not in a northern uh climate good for you yeah <laughs> i was just in florida a couple week weekends ago not this not this um not last weekend i think it was the weekend before or it could have been last week no it was not last weekend it was the weekend before last weekend and that was tough being in 80 degrees for three days and have to come back. Oh, uh, it's tough. I know. So, yeah, we are here, Podcaster Voice Studios. And for those of you, I'll throw a plug out. I didn't do it last uh, episode, but uh, those of you who, who'd like to do a podcast, you ever thought about doing a podcast? Yeah, maybe you just have some crazy idea for a podcast. Um, Podcastervoice.com. Correct, Jamie? That is it. That's it. Jamie and Matt are running the show. They will give you, they, honestly, it, it's no work on your part except for coming and talking. Yeah, or wherever you're at talking. All it can be need. done remotely. Yep. All you need is an idea. Yep. All you need is an idea and and um, you know probably a computer that would help. Yeah, you know if you're yeah. going to be remote, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Otherwise, um, yeah, uh, it, it's cool. It's it's really a cool thing, and I know podcasts are huge right now. There are millions of them out there. <laughs> so, uh, but still, if you have you have a niche or something you really love to talk about. Oh, yeah. People will listen. You'll find your people. You'll find your tribe. You'll do it. So yeah, hit up Podcast Your Voice. Thank you. Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Again, the website has all the things you think there would be on a website. Um, I, I think I mentioned last episode I'm, I'm revamping the store, so that should be much easier to navigate and find things that you might want to um, pick up for yourself. You can find me on social media, Facebook, and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno, and that is H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, as we do every episode, giving away a free hypnosis guide, that link is always in the show notes, so if you've uh, ever gone in and looked at the show notes, that link's there. Uh, you can grab that. It's a free PDF download for you. That just kind of is an overview of hypnosis, what it is, what it does, miss and misconceptions. So pick that up. If it's first time listening, grab that as a great resource for you to have, give you a better understanding of what hypnosis is. And um, specifically, wherever you're listening, whether it's um, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, whatever podcast platform you're using, please like, subscribe, add, connect, whatever the thing is that, that connects you to our show, uh, do that. And I would appreciate if you would just leave me a review as well. Because again, more reviews, the more people find me and the more people listen, which is kind of the, uh, the goal of the whole thing. So I would appreciate that very much. This episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. How to Rewire Your Thinking for Massive Success. This is my book that I published last August, near the end of August, and it has chapters. I'll just hit a couple of these for you. Um, Purpose Defines You, Um, reminds me of the Matrix quote, you know. Um, We talk about motivation, Um, failure is an option, uh removing limiting beliefs those are just few of the chapters but what it does it just set your mind up to look at things differently and and not expect because i i I can tell you from experience people who expect failure and just assume that's what's going to happen is they're they're probably going to fail it's going to self-fulfilling prophecy so this book again can be applied to all areas of your life professional personal emotional relationships uh Performance, job performance, sports performance—so a lot of good things in there. So, if uh, take a look at that, that's available right now on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you do pick it up from there, um, Amazon specifically, if you could just please leave a review for the book as well, that would be greatly appreciated. And if you happen to be somewhere where you want to get it, the physical book in your hand, like today. You can also stop by a bookstore, and they should, if they don't have it on the shelves, they should be able to order it for you. I know, you know, you might be in a, maybe you're in a rural area, some desolate area. You don't have internet. <laughs> that, Of course, then how are you listening here? So that, that'd be the good question, too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, pick that up, leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, it's time for our winner of the week.
1: That's how
0: winning is done. So, of course, being a therapist and, and doing what I do, I, I deal a lot with people who suffer from anxiety and, and, and not being able to sleep and overthinking and, and having ruminating thoughts. So um, there, there's a, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this, but then I'm going to come back and we've got to hit on a couple of things on it. New Holistic Patch is Cutting Anxiety Successfully Without Drugs. In a 2018 report, GNN introduced a California health practitioner who invented a natural drug-free patch that can treat nausea in people and pets and relieve cramps and vertigo. Now, GoPatch, that's the name of the company, is meeting a crucial need with its new product to alleviate anxiety. GoPatch founder Nicole Burdock knew that anxiety was the most common mental health challenge that Americans faced, even prior to the pandemic. Quote, I can only imagine after these past two years with so many individuals working remotely, being isolated and unable to connect with friends and loved ones, how devastating this has been to our mental health, said Burdock. I can't even fathom. Gina Ralston, an ex-police officer living in Tennessee, now works in the prison system. Anxiety has always been a battle. Out of nowhere, it tears at the fabric of my life. I exercise regularly, eat as healthy as I can, but I seem to always find myself with anxiety. She also says, I am also an officer's wife, a mother, and I have a demanding career. Some days I don't feel like I should... Some days I feel like I shouldn't feel the anxiety. I feel weak for admitting the anxiety is real, admits the Chattanooga woman. I've taken Welbutrin for years and still had panic attacks often. This patch has changed my life. I place it on my stomach, and within a couple of minutes, the anxiety is gone. There are no side effects, no pills to take, no harsh chemicals, just a patch. So, um, Gina with GoPatch, she said, Charlotte is a 57-year-old in Santa Barbara, uh, and says she particularly recommends the patch for the people who don't like going to the dentist. It makes going so much less stressful. So this is a homeopathic patch that you would put on like, I, I'm sure their medication is, is given in, in many different forms as far as a patch goes. The big thing I think of is like nicotine patches for people trying to stop smoking, you know, um, and then that, that but, but this is a um, holistic homeopathic patch now the big thing is i can i I can tell you that uh, i I'm, I'm telling you this because I think it's something that's worth a try I always tell my clients whatever tools we can use that may work for you let's use them because it doesn't make sense to say oh, I don't want to do that because i i I mentioned that the the kind of thought before like oh well I shouldn't have to take medications or or vitamins or whatever." Uh, but sometimes you need it. Some, whatever we can use to make you feel better is what we should use. So this, um, real quickly, and, and before, before you look this up, GoPatch, it's GoPatch.com. Take a look there, but, but before you order it, make sure you consult with your doctor first. This is homeopathic, it's natural, but just like any other uh, vitamin or any other supplement you might take, you make sure you check with your doctor first. I don't want to recommend you go grab these and you might have an issue. Just that disclaimers out there, so I'll just give you a couple quick things of, of what's in. Because people will say, "Well, what's in it? What, what 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 makes this thing so magical?" So there's nux nux vomica, I don't even know how to say this. Nux vomica, N u x v o m i c a. It's a natural. It's used as a natural remedy for many different symptoms. It comes from an evergreen tree, which is native to China, East India, Thailand, and Australia. Okay, so evergreen tree, something. Uh, sepia is ink from the cuttlefish. Okay. Okay. Um, chamomile, we know what that is. Yeah. That comes from um, uh, um, the aster. Aster's. I uh, see. I don't even know. I do how to say the plant name. So <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter. We know what chamomile, chamomile. is. Yeah. Uh, Alindula is a. Um, hot marigold or common marigold or scotch marigold it's a flowering plant um so a lot of these again they're plants or herbs that are used in this um but i thought it was very interesting because because of the, the feedback I, I went to the site and i saw a lot of the reviews from people who've used it and mm. and they love it the people who've left reviews of course they're probably not going to leave bad reviews there on their site i would hope not yeah, but yeah. um but but it's something that's worth a shot. So the reason I'm, I'm, I'm making this winner of the week is because it, I ran across it and it there, there's been a lot of great feedback from it. So again, take that with a grain of salt because I don't want to recommend it and say, oh yeah, this definitely works because I have not tried it. And again, like you do with any supplement or any other natural remedy, make sure you talk to your doctor before you take it. Uh, but if you want to look at it and want to check it out or even give it a try, it's, it's go Patch. Uh, make sure I say it right. Go patch. dot com. All, right. All right, cool. Winner of the week. There.
1: That's how winning is done. Now, why do I want a snack after winner of the week every time? I know. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do too. That's that's.
0: See that that's a compulsion. Yeah. Well, here, we're, so we're talking about weight management, folks. And we uh, last episode was part one. So if you didn't hear part one, jump back an episode and then catch up with us here. Um, and, and what we're going to start with right now, we talked about compulsions. Right now, we're going to talk about triggers for eating. Now, triggers can be something that can drive any behavior. I typically think of smokers. They're, they're triggers for smoking. And I know exactly what they are because I deal with a lot of people who want to stop smoking. Eating can be the same way. Um when you have coffee, typically you want to have something to eat. Uh, when you're having a drink. Um, when you're at the movies. The, oh, this is a big one. I, uh, okay, so I'm going to call myself out. And my wife, will she'll laugh and, and agree with me. Every time we go to the movies, I, I always want to get my own popcorn because I, I like the, the, the fake butter you know, all over it. She doesn't. She just wants a plane, which is fine. Same. Yeah, because she'll say, well, why don't you share mine? I'm like, no, because I want to drown mine in butter. So, I always get the large, and she goes, well, "You you never finish the large, and every time you eat that, you complain your stomach hurts." And I'm like, I, 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 "That's what I want. I, I just want," and I do it. I do the same thing every time. I get the large, I don't finish it, and then I think, "Oh man, I didn't need that much." No one <laughs> hey, says it's going to make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the movies is terrible because I mean, you might as well just yeah. I, I mean. You got lots of popcorn. You got candy, and you got soda, and mm. and well, depending on what theater, you can drink also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, nothing down by us because the Imagine by us closed. But uh, yeah, um, while watching TV, here's another big one. People tend to sit down at night and watch television. With that, and again, this can come from childhood. I I've, I I've, I distinctly remember. In my own home, we would sit down, start to watch our TV shows as kids. That's when my mom had the snacks. That's when she gave us an ice cream or she gave us some chips or gave us, you know, whatever. Um, but you learn to, to associate these activities with, f- with food and with eating. Uh, a lot of times when, when people, before they go to bed, they think, oh, I, I want to have something to eat before I go to bed. Uh, when you're alone. Maybe you're bored, maybe no one else is around. You just think, oh, "I want something to eat." uh when you're depressed, that's another trigger, or when somebody else might be eating you you might not have any interest in it, and somebody walks in eating something, you're like, "Oh, that looks good. maybe I'll grab that so So there are a lot of triggers for eating, and sometimes that 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 makes behavior hard to change because these triggers you don't think about it. It's not a conscious decision. We've talked a lot in the show about your thinking, especially your subconscious thinking those triggers are already there they're set to fire automatically without you even having to take action or think about it so i'm going to give you a couple of surprising facts and then i'm going to go into some specific things you can do so and some of these are really really bizarre dinner plates that you you buy at a store let's say you're you let's say you have a wedding registry you you DJ a lot of weddings, Jamie. They probably have yeah. They probably have plates and silverware and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah. under the registry. Plates today, plates are are twenty five percent larger than they were fifty years ago. Oh, wow. the standard size of a dinner plate, huh. That you buy
1: for your home. Hmm. Um, it's all those GMO chickens the size of well, Godzilla. Yeah, and, and so, <laughs> so, so so even even
0: the plates that you're using are bigger than they used to be. Typical calories in a fast food meal are 900 to 1,200 calories, which is about two-thirds of your daily re- recommended intake. Um, there there are, I mentioned diet on the last one, just just uh, there are hundreds of those out there, uh, hundreds of diets. Let me give you a quick breakdown, and I know that, uh, that I, I will try to put this chart in the show notes if it'll let me, if I can do that. Um, uh, but if you're, if you're, a female between thirty-one and fifty, you should be ranging on average from eighteen hundred to twenty-two hundred calories per day. Um, if you're over fifty-one, that drops a little bit to sixteen hundred to two thousand. So, if you go back to that fast food meal, that's that's almost all of your calories for a day in one meal. Easy, taking easy, taken up. Yeah, just taken up. Here's the other thing anytime you eat out right now what now unless unless it's unless it's what we call i don't know fine dining or or something that's a little more upscale because they they don't they don't tend to give you a tons of portion for that um but almost any restaurant you go to that's not fine dining or like five star the amount of food you get is typically two to three meals worth of food Mm. um and people say, oh, they have great portions here. It's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, because they're giving you three meals in <laughs> one sitting. that yep. That's the portion that they're giving you. And, and that's that way everywhere. And again, again, unless you get like, and, and it's it's odd because if, you, if you and I'm not making judgments on people, but if you've been to like a fine dining place and you mm-hmm. get your plate served, typically there'd be like three asparagus spears and, yeah. a, and a, like a six ounce filet. Sure. And maybe a just a when I say a dollop of potato, I'm talking about like yep. if you made the okay sign, uh, that's yeah. about how big they are. Sure, that's the meal, and people are like, "This, this sucks. This it's not enough food." But uh, that yeah. that's what you should be eating right. for for a meal, though, and that's the point because we're, we're not we're trained to not know that or we're trained to not respond to that. Um, so what we're going to do is. The whole point of this is I want to give you some strategies to, to manage your weight. And when I say manage, it's so, so that you're aware. Because a lot of times people, and I, I've heard it said from my clients over and over again, they're like, yeah, I, I, you know, I, was a, I was a little bit overweight as a teenager. And by the time I was 30, I'm... I'm you know, two hundred pounds overweight, and I mm. uh, like like you don't you don't remember the steps it took to get there. You just remember when it started and then where you're at now. It, so it's not like this conscious flow where you said, "Oh yeah, I'm seeing every pound as I go from wh- whatever weight to this weight."
1: <laughs> it was forty. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it could,
0: it could be something like that. So so I'm going to give you suggestions now. These things, if you do these things. I guarantee you're going to be more mindful of what you're taking in. And that's the big thing, because once you're mindful of it, you can start to start to kind of counteract these in, ingrained, these embedded habits. The first one is you'll only eat at a table. Meaning you have to be at a table, whether it's a kitchen table, whether it's a, a, a table in the dining room.
1: Lunch with pizza TV, over the TV sink trays today. trays
0: don't count. Uh. Yeah, so, so you're only eating at a table because that's where meals are served. That's where meals are. So think about that. If you just did that, how would your life change? It it would change a lot. It it would would be crazy. And then people would say, what in blazes are you talking about? Because nobody's used to that. Nobody's used to sitting at a table for every meal. Um, So yeah, only eat when you're at a table. And I know some of these will be challenging, but, 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 I, I, I guarantee if you try this for a week, see how different your intake will be. Um, When you're at the table, you only bring a plate of food to the table. So so this is going to be like you're going to the buffet. Mm. If you cook, which which is fine if you cook or if you even bring food home, if you order out. Don't bring all of that food to the table. It shouldn't be like Thanksgiving dinner at the table. Right. Keep everything on the counter or in the ki- or on the somewhere wherever you you brought it and set it down at, but but only take your plate of food to the table because now once that's done you actually have to get up and go, and and that five ten seconds is time for you to think about it. Yeah. Rather than it just being in front of you do and I you put, just grab another piece. Do I put
1: my plate back in the dishwasher now <laughs> right. or yeah, do exactly. I fill it up again?
0: When you're eating, uh, it, 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 these are very simplistic, folks, and you might be thinking, "What? what is he talking about? But I'm telling you, th- these things work. I'm, it, it will. When you're eating, after every bite, put down your utensil, whether it's a spoon or a fork or a spork, if you're using that to eat with. <laughs> no, no, don't shut me up <laughs> um, uh. So whatever it is Whatever you're eating with As soon as you take a bite Set it down And put your hands in your lap mm. this, 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 this changes the pace of everything As far as the way you eat And by putting that down Between every bite Now you're, you're, you're totally aware of what's going on It's not just blindly Or, or unconsciously or subconsciously eating um, when you take a bite of food, you're going to count to 20 each time. Now, I know this sounds like, well, I, I got to count to 20 a million times to finish my meal. Now, here's the thing. Once, once you get into that habit, you'll know that you won't have to be counting out loud. That that timer will go off in your head. Mm-hmm. But when you take a bite, chew your food for 20 seconds and, and just take, here. we just want to take our time. We want to be aware of what you're doing. Here's the big thing. Um, you want a table, and I said TV trays are not allowed, but what if what if your table's in your, I don't know, what if there's a TV mm-hmm. in your kitchen where your table is? Right. Don't eat with the TV on. No TV? No no watching TV and eating.
1: You've just destroyed America, sir. I know.
0: I have. <laughs> I have. And if you're watching TV, that's great, but wait, I don't know, maybe you're watching a movie or a show. If you're gonna, and here's the thing, and and I and, and it'll be it, it'd be interesting to see how this this plays out in person. But um, I told clients, okay, so if if you're watching something and you become hungry, you have to pause it or turn it off. Go to your table and eat, and then come back. Most people will just not pause it; they'll just continue to watch the movie. Oh, yeah. which is the whole idea is is to focus on the thing that you're doing, not the food. Um. This is a big one and this is this is the the subjective one of this list and it's different for every person. Recognize the difference between satisfied and full. Mm. There is a difference. So satisfied is, oh, that was a good meal. I feel really good. Uh full is the Thanksgiving dinner where you have to undo your pants and you know, you can hardly breathe for uh, like an hour. That's what I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: There is definitely a line that you cross past satisfaction and full. So recognize that difference and and know that you don't have to eat till full. You don't have to go to that extreme because most people, they've trained, they've been trained to do that. When you eat, you eat until you can't take another bite and, and, uh, uh, maybe I'll throw out a story one, one day about my, my overeating experience at Duff's buffet back in, oh, back in the day,
1: your golden corral, oh, Ms. man, it was, yeah, it was
0: a, I'll, you know, let's do it now. I'll yeah. throw it out now. I'll, I'll embarrass myself now. Uh, so it was probably, I had to be a teenager, 15, 16, maybe. So it wasn't like I was a kid. And, um, my fam, my mom took us up there, you know, buffet. She got three, me and my brother and my sisters and, um, you know, my brother and I were just like... You're you going to get your money's worth. We're gorging. Yeah. <laughs> we're gorging is what we did. So, you know, we were, we were eating everything we get our hands on. We went back for dessert like four times, you know, and I'm sitting at the table and, you know, the, the feeling came over, you know, the, uh-oh, you know, the cold sweat poured out on uh, my forehead and, and uh-huh. I could just feel my stomach, the pressure start. And, I, and then I, in my head, I'm thinking the outside door is closer than the bathroom door. So that's where I'm going and i just got outside the door before i hurled (laughs) but here's the great thing jamie the place had a line of about 40 people waiting to get in and it was right (laughs) right in front of this line of people (laughs) oh no (gasps) oh great odin's raven So then you see a few of them just casually start walking away, yeah, go yeah. back to their car. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I ruined some business for them that Oops. night. So, so that is full. That, that, is, that is definitely the full portion. That, that's yeah, you the full part. don't want to do that. That's no, a no. That's a no. And, and, and the sad part about that is I went home hungry because yeah. now it was all gone. Yeah. Now I'm like, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> here's, a, here's another good one. Um, have a structured schedule for meals. If you just wait to do it until you feel like it, it, it's not going to be consistent. And and here's what happens. And I I know because it happens to me fairly often. I'll work all day. I'll see clients. Maybe I have eight or nine clients in a row. And sometimes they all show up and I have no break except for like five minutes in between to go to the bathroom. And by the time I leave, I am so hungry. I will eat anything. Uh, the first thing I see, I'm pulling into and and getting a pile of food, and that's the worst thing because now, now I'm so hungry I'm going to gorge, sure. and it's it's just not good for you. Uh, so definitely have a structured day schedule for when you eat. So these those are the simple suggestions. Those are the simple tips, and but, but think about how easy each of one, one each one of those is by itself. If you combined all of these, how much of a change would you see in your eating habits? The other thing that I want to emphasize is that if you are trying to lose weight or manage weight, again, I don't want to say lose because that's always kind of a negative connotation. If that's something you're struggling with, I and I know this sounds counterintuitive, I want you to put these strategies into play, but I want you to stay away from the scale. Stay away from it. That only serves to... to perpetuate this feeling of failure and defeat and then because i i know and i've seen it with clients they'll be working all week and then they go to the scale and they're like how did i gain five pounds this week it doesn't make sense and then they think well screw it I, i'm just gonna eat more now right
1: yeah yeah
0: it's it's that it's that psychological defeat so so stay away from the scale i know that's difficult for some people but if you do the right things, you're going to know what's happening. You won't need to see the scale. You're going to feel and see it happening. So here's the other thing I want to throw out there. I do. I. I. I occasionally I will do what's called uh, my maximum strength weight control seminar. It's a seminar that I do. I've done it for for groups, for small groups at homes. I've done it for corporations. Um, so maybe you're somebody um, who, who's in, in HR or somebody who's uh, who runs your health plan through your employer or your company and you want to have me come in and actually do a seminar with, with your people, um, that, that, that would be a great thing because what it does is you're investing in their health, which in turn is going to lower your costs as a, as a employer for health benefits and, and the cost that you have. And you're going to have less, less missed work time, less health issues at work, um, it's it's just going to improve the overall quality of your workforce. So if you're one of those people that 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 runs those things or that books those kind of things, definitely contact me uh through my through my website or through my social media, hit me up for that. Or if you're just somebody who is struggling with weight and you want to do and and I say this because we we can do both things, therapy or hypnosis. Hypnosis is really the quickest way to kind of implement these changes, these these habit changes that I mentioned. So that could be the, the best and quickest way to get those things done so that when you start following these new, um, I don't want to call them rules, but we'll call them rules for now. If you want to start following these rules, it'll be much easier for you to be aware and to be able to do that. The biggest thing is take care of yourself. If you need help, see your doctor. If if you think bariatric surgery is, is something that you've thought about, consult with your doctor. They'll go over all the information and find out if it's right for you. It is right for some people, but it's not right for everyone. And that has to be be discussed and, and figured out. Um so again, whatever it is, take care of yourself. Take action now, because we know left unchecked, we have a whole ton of other health health issues that come up and, and we don't we want to avoid those. So that's it, folks. Hopefully you will take these this information. I hope you'll use it and hopefully you'll see some good changes uh, for yourself or someone in your family or a friend. All right, folks, we will be back. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.